You're listening to the Mystical Catholic Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host, Lainey Solis, and it's great to have you here. In today's episode, we will begin to answer the question, what is a mystic? I'm starting here for two reasons. One, I think it is good to have a foundation of what the general idea of a mystic is, and two, this is a question that I want you to have in the back of your mind in every podcast episode. I think mysticism or being a mystic is something foreign to us in this modern world, and I want us together to ponder whether we can apply mysticism to our modern lives and how we can live out a mystical life. So, like all great essays, we're going to start off with some different definitions of a mystic to lay the ground floor for us. So from Oxford Languages, a mystic is described as a person who seeks by contemplation and self-surrender to obtain unity with or absorption into the deity or absolute, or who believes in the spiritual apprehension of truths that are beyond the intellect. According to the Catholic Encyclopedia, A mystic is considered as the end of philosophy, the direct union of the human soul with the divinity through contemplation and love, and attempts to determine the process and the means of realizing this end. This contemplation is not based on a merely analogical knowledge of the infinite, but on a direct and immediate intuition of the infinite. In other words, a mystic is someone who desires a loving, direct union with God through prayer and contemplation. This union can manifest in different ways. Mystics are often attributed to having visions, performing miracles, or enduring suffering that glorified Christ and brought others closer to him. Of course, all of this being through God's grace and not by our own doing. A mystic seeks a union with Christ for the sake of wanting to be close to him, not for gaining the title of mystic. I know in our modern age, mysticism can seem like a very foreign concept. There are not people that I know of in my daily life that have visions or perform miracles. However, I do think that there is one thing we all can relate with and find a closeness to God in, And that is our suffering. We have all suffered at some point in time in our lives. You may be suffering currently in your life, whether it be big or small. We are called to unite our suffering with Christ. Suffering is not something that will leave us until we pass from this earth. I recently watched the movie Father Stew. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. But... To try to avoid spoiling the whole movie for you in case you haven't seen it, I'll be brief. Father Stu ends up suffering a great deal in the short time that he studied to become and was a priest, but he united his suffering to Christ and became someone that many looked up to, and he drew many to Christ because of his suffering. This is what we are also called to do in our suffering, as difficult as it might be. Our suffering can lead others to Christ. I know that may sound contradictory, but Christ's death and suffering on the cross was an invitation and a call for our participation in the love that was outpoured on the cross. St. Padre Pio says this on suffering. 
Be capable of bearing bitter sufferings during your whole life so you can participate in the sufferings of Christ. Or from St. Teresa of Avila, I realize better every day what grace our Lord has shown me in enabling me to understand the blessings of suffering. In closing, I wanted to share with you what the Catechism of the Catholic Church says on mysticism. Spiritual progress tends toward ever more intimate union with Christ. This union is called mystical because it participates in the mystery of Christ through the sacraments, the holy mysteries, and in him, in the mystery of the Holy Trinity. God calls us all to this intimate union with him, even if the special graces or extraordinary signs of this mystical life are granted only to some for the sake of manifesting the gratuitous gift given to all. So along with suffering, all of us as Catholics also participate in mysticism by participating in that which is mystical in the church, like the Eucharist, for example. This week, I think it would be a fun exercise to think about what areas of your life do you practice mysticism? What things in the Catholic Church do you participate in that are a mystery? And with that, I look forward to continuing to contemplate what is a mystic with you as we continue this journey. I hope it is enlightening for all of us as we dive into the mystics and their writings, as well as the mystical aspects of our Catholic faith. Have a wonderful week, and may the peace and light of Christ be with you always.